Hello and welcome to Comp. You hear that creaking? I'm in a chair. Don't worry about the creaking. People want want to know where I've been. I was giving people the opportunity to speak. That's that's what we're supposed to do. I'm I'm allowing other voices. I'm not locked in a room. I didn't think I have COVID. And just crippling fear because I was drinking too much white claw. That's not what that is what happened. Happened last night. I thought I uh well see a few days ago I had gotten if you listen if you're a fan of the podcast, if you're not, whatever. We we why are you listening? There was a chicken sandwich episode uh last year. We talked about the Popeye's chicken sandwiches. I was a fan. I don't think it you know, required a uh you know, I remember a year ago we had like you know instead of like race riots or whatever's going or riots against the police or whatever this is, um, you know, COVID mask riots. Um, we had uh, the chicken sandwich riots. People were just bludgeoning each bludgeoning each other in the streets, just biting each other's necks, biting each other's dicks, stabbing each other. Over which spicy chicken sandwich was better, the Popeyes or the uh, Chick Fil A? I mean, that was tinged with the uh, what was that? They're anti-gay. They anti-gay. I heard they're not anti-gay anymore. Why is that not being talked about more? Why are we not talking about the fact that Chick Fil A has bowed, potentially bowed to uh, you know corporate uh, pressure, the pressure of the cancel mob? You want to call it that to to not fund uh, debt camps for gays or whatever they or just were were they funding? Were they funding uh, what what are those camps? There was a didn't fucking what's her name Kelsey Gabbard have to apologize? What they what they hold those like uh, where they try to indoctrinate you? Where they try like they do like the clockwork orange thing and they show you a, a cock or or a vagina depending on what kind of gay person you are if you're a man or a woman or female or male. I don't know how to keep track anymore, but whatever. They show you whatever you want, and then they stab you in the little spike. And they go, don't don't suck that, or don't lick that, or don't, you know, f- get that in your ass. I don't know why Chick-fil-A was funding this. It seems like it's against, uh, it's not, it doesn't seem profitable to me. It doesn't seem profitable. It's like, hey, do you think we should advertise more in the Detroit uh, suburban, you know, metro, greater, greater metropolitan area? No, I want to I think what would be great for our business is if we shove spikes in the ass of people who want to uh, fuck people who, you know, also have dicks or also have pussies or that, that seems, you know, that's, that's good marketing that we, that, that, that people will associate us with that. Well, why would that help? And it's like, I, I you question me. I'm the big boss of Chick-fil-A. Let's go reassign sexual. What are those things called? Uh, the turn they try to deprogram you, or whatever they fucking call it, the term for it, which was a live podcast. So, but reality, if it was a live podcast, I would just have a constant stream of people just saying you're fat, your tongue's too small. People think my tongue's too big for my mouth. It's too small for my mouth. I'm not sure if that's the problem. If that's why I speak the way I do, but my tongue's there's a creaking with the chair. I didn't use, didn't used to use this chair for the podcast, so. You know, maybe I'll just not move as much. But uh, people often say, you know, oh, your your tongue is too uh, small, big for your mouth. But it's really, it's a very small tongue. 
It's a tongue that, you know, barely, I, can, I can't touch my nose with my tongue. I don't give a fuck. I mean, you know, it's, it's big enough to lick uh, crushed up methamphetamine or, for, or, or whatever. Um, so the point is uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I mean, so the chicken sandwich. I, I like the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I think it's a good sandwich. I think it's tasty. It's got pickle. It's got, a, it's got crispy chicken breast. Nice. I mean, again, I'm not, I don't understand. Uh, you can also make your own chicken sandwich. I don't. Um, I make other things. We'll get to that later. What will I'm making? Uh, it's going to be very exciting. I'm very, the ingredients are on their way as we speak, or they will be soon. They tell you these windows of time, you know, 11 to 1, and I got to make this fucking, you know, delicious treat. But, you know, I'm at the whim of some guy who's, you know, probably coughing into my brown sausage. But that's his. That's fine. I mean, I, you tip the. You still tip the guy. Tip people. Tip um. They're out there in, in the COVID fields. Fucking you know the Khmer Rouge of uh, coughing or whatever. Am I making light of Cambodia now? I don't know. Who cares? Um. So yeah, Popeye's chicken sandwich. Um. I saw a deal on Postmates because. <laughs> excuse me. That's not a COVID cough. That's just you know my throat. This really does creak a lot. This will, be, this will be part of the show, the creaking chair. Mm. You hear the Diet Coke? This creaks so, oh my God, it's going to drive me nuts. The microphone, I should take my, my headphones off and just let you people deal with the creaking. Um, No, but I saw a deal on Postmates because I, I usually use Seamless. I'm not sure why. I just got indoctrinated into the Seamless culture of, uh, you know, it, whatever. It's, it's, it's a more, with Seamless, they have their own people. You know, some guy sits in a deli and waits for you to order, you know, roast beef sandwich with mozzarella and uh, pickle juice. And uh, when you order it, he works with the people and then uh, whatever. But Postmates, it's a whole different thing where it's like you're just roaming around the city like a marauder. You're just some kind of crazy vagrant, um, perhaps a homeless man. I don't know. But you have a homeless man with, a, with you know, a smartphone, like it, which I guess they, the most of them have that. The most homeless people have smartphones nowadays. I mean, it must make being homeless a little less homeless feeling. I mean, I'm not trying to discount, uh, you know, the, the troubles of being without a roof and, you know, subject to the elements. But if you can watch a nice, you know, Vine video or where they have TikTok now, if you can watch a TikTok dance while, you know, you're being kicked by some guy who's like, He's trying to feed you dog shit. There's a guy recently, it was a recent, it was during the, COVID, the pandemic, I think, where he's feeding homeless people dog shit, like dog shit sandwiches. It's like, yeah, it's it's not fun. It's not fun because it's just low-hanging fruit. You know, Jackass never, like, picked on the homeless. You know, Tom Green never picked on the homeless. He went to his parents' house, and he put statues, plaster statues, or maybe marble. I don't even know what kind of money he was rolling with. But I remember that great episode of Tom Green's show where he put a statue of his dad getting sucked off by his mom or fucking his mom in the ass on his front lawn. And his dad, you couldn't fake that. Like The jackass dad, you know, Bam Margera's dad, it was still fun, but I feel like they were in on it a lot of the time. But Tom Green's dad was so mad that time. I, I, I don't think that was a, I don't think it was a bit. I don't think it was a K-Fab, is that what they wrestlers call it? I think he was just really mad at his son was putting a statue of of him fucking his wife in the ass on his front lawn in the middle of Canada. 
and that, that's what art is. It's not picking on homeless people. Go to Goldman Sachs and just grab a guy. Don't, I'm not telling you to do it, but that would be art is what I'm saying. Don't do that. I can't advise that. But, you know, if you did grab a, a, a banker, like, and I don't mean a guy, a bank teller. I mean, you know, a guy selling derivatives and uh, securitized uh, torture. Can they securitize torture? They probably should. It might uh, somehow offset. No, it never does. But, I mean, the point is, that's what they do. They're basically securitizing torture in an abstract way. It's what, you know, don't think too hard about what I'm saying. Don't come back to me like you haven't read Schumpeter. You haven't read fucking... Oh, you haven't read Murray. First of all, I haven't met Red Murray Rothbard. Not every fucking book. The guy wrote 15 books. And he was a smart guy. And he did a lot of research. But he failed to understand how, like... Yeah, he was really smart. But also, we're all idiots. So it's not going to work. Sorry, Murray. I love you. But, you know, it's not going to work. As much as Marx is not going to work, Murray Rothbard's not going to work. I love them, though. I have much more of a soft spot in my heart for Murray Rothbard. But whatever. Point is, uh, if you really want to... You know, if you shove a... Get Timothy Geithner, the ex, if you don't know who he is, he's ex-chairman of the New York Fed who became the Treasury Secretary under Obama. He was there for the whole meltdown and, like, the whole merging the banks together with each other. You know, why don't you fuck this guy and then you guys should have a bank together. Like, Bank of America and, what was it, Morgan Stanley bought, I forget. You go watch Too Big to Fail. There's a whole, I know Jay... Bear Stearns got absorbed by, well, like their assets got absorbed. This is, what, what, am I, what am I doing? The fucking, the Charles Krautheimer? Not Charles Krumer, who am I thinking? Of? Charles, uh, who is that guy? Louis, Louis, Louis somethingheimer. He used to do a financial show on Sunday mornings. He's probably too young for that. Probably around the time of Louis Runkhauser or something. It's not what I'm doing. We're talking about not feeding shit, literal shit to the homeless. All right? It shouldn't be controversial. Don't know why it is. Um, the point is, go feed it to a banker. Go if you get a banker to eat human shit, then I'll fucking go. All right, good on you. That's that's worth a, a follow. I'll follow you on Instagram or TikTok. If you get a guy who works for Halliburton to drink your piss, then it's cool. But like, it's just a dirtbag move. Like, oh, some homeless guy, some guy who's like living on the streets and just needs to eat, and like you gave him something to eat, and oh, surprise, it's shit. Like that's just. Like, high school jock shit, which is never fun. I mean, like, occasionally some of those guys were clever, but very rarely. And I was never a guy... I mean, I got picked on. I've talked about it before how, you know, I got slightly picked on um, at first. And then I started threatening to show up to these bullies' houses and, and shoot myself on their front lawn. And that, you know, they didn't know what to do with that. So they just said, all right, we're going to move to the next guy. And then I just started screaming crazy shit all the time. And then uh, I eventually got expelled. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was like a feral animal, kind of. But, you know, we, we were really allowed to fight. It wasn't a fighting school, per se. Because you, know, you got expelled right away. So, I mean, if I went to certain, I'm sure certain schools where I went there and started screaming, I'm going to shoot myself in the front. Like, before I got, you know, shoot myself out, I would have gotten punched in the face and knocked out. But uh, I didn't. So, that's who I am. That, I might have been a different man if someone punched me in the throat when I threatened to commit suicide. Maybe I'd be a better man. Maybe I'd be working for the military, building death robots, or uh, trying to, you know, quell the probably non-existent. I don't know. Is, is there violence in Portland or not? Who knows? That's the we don't even know if there is. It's like you can't even trust the fact that there's, you know, a riot to quell. I'm sure there's some violence. I'm sure there's some 
uh, burning. There, there always seems to be lately, but uh, it's definitely overstated. And, you know, I don't know why feds are shoving people into unmarked minivans. We can talk about that later. Right now, I'm talking about the chicken sandwich, okay, and how I thought I had COVID. Um, basically, it was a so seamless, right? So. I went on Postmates, and I noticed that normally the chicken sandwich combo from Popeye's is like 20 bucks on Seamless. Um, I think it's like 10 bucks, but once you get there, their fees are crazy. I don't know what these fees are. There's a delivery fee, and there's a handling fee. I guess they Seamless absorbs. So it's like it works out to be 20 bucks, but basically, long story short, I could get a, a family chicken sandwich combo, which was four sandwiches, four sandwiches, four biscuits, and a side of large side, Cajun fries, for like twenty bucks or twenty two bucks, and then you gotta give a guy a tip. You give a type of you know whatever. It came out to like twenty six bucks or something, twenty seven. I don't know whatever. It was so much cheaper, and I was like, this is amazing. And then the guy came on a city bike. See, that's the problem with Postmates is that these guys were a little less experienced. Look, I'm getting a. A fucking email. My order is shipped. My my order from this my supplies is shipped. I wonder if they'll show up in the middle of the podcast. Maybe we'll get him to talk. I can I can tell him what I'm planning on doing with these things. He can he can advise me. I'm gonna move this mic. I'm gonna try to sit still. So this chair is so noisy. Um, the point is. Uh, yeah, so I got these four chickens. But he, I'm on a city bike. I'm on a city bike, and I can't uh, come up. I'm like, all right, we'll just leave it on the floor. I guess I'll, guess I'll come down. But I guess it could sense my disappointment, uh, which I wasn't trying to project too much. I just want, I was like, at that point, I wanted, I just, he seemed sketchy enough. It just seemed like a whole thing. Like, I'm on a city, like, I'll buzz you in. You leave your bike in the lobby if you want. But he thought I meant leave the food in the lobby. I'm like, all right, just, just leave your food in the lobby then. He's like, Oh, no, I don't want to inconvenience you, because I think he wasn't going to get a tip, give him a tip. And, uh, which I understand. I guess people just are playing, you know, fast and loose with dropping your tips, which uh, I try not to. It's a, it's a, it's a madhouse out there. But, like, whatever, just, just fucking, just leave it there, I'll be right down. And like, I don't want to, just leave it there, I'll be right down. So I, 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 I put my shoes on, and I head out, you know, to my apartment, I go to the lobby, I, I realize that halfway through I forgot my mask. But, you know, it's like I'm just in the lobby, and this guy is just leaving the chicken. It's fine. I get down out of the elevator. Took the stairs, actually. Took the stairs down. I get out, out into my lobby. And the guy's coming in the door. He's not wearing a mask. And I'm not a fucking psychopath about wearing masks. But, you know, I've been a hermit for three months. Uh, I don't go outside. Uh, you know, this is New York City, right? I'm not, I'm not living in one of these towns that's just starting to spike now. I've been living through, you know... Uh, Apparently, they're stacking bo- they were stacking bodies a block from my house. I don't know. I didn't see it because I was inside uh, being a good boy, doing the right thing. And uh, so I see this guy comes out, and he's just, he's not wearing a mask. I'm not wearing a mask. And I'm just like, uh, fine. So I just, like, I try to do the whole nod. Like I, I grab it from him very quickly. And he's like, oh, sorry, I didn't want you to leave the food. He's like talking to me. He's like, it's, it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I mean, I don't want to be impolite, but it's like, stop talking. When you talk, things come out of your mouth. Because the thing is, like, if you're going around without a mask, like, I'm, I, am I crazy to think this guy 
is in my lobby who I'm talking to for five seconds. Yeah, maybe. But it's also like you're going around to Popeye's without a mask and you're just driving a city bike. And it's like, I don't know what your deal is. Like, you know, were you hanging around and you just got an order? So you're hanging around with other people probably. This guy, I don't know what his deal is. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned. And like, did I just, you know, give myself COVID for four chicken sandwiches and the side of Cajun fries? Don't want that. Don't forget the biscuits. But even even, even with the biscuits, it's not worth it. Um, so uh, it was a little concerning, but I ate my sandwiches. There were, you know, Lucy didn't want, uh, I, I got, I was expecting her to eat two of them, but she apparently doesn't like chicken sandwiches. So I got stuck eating them and I ate too much and, you know, whatever. That's just, that's not the point of the story that I got indigestion and just felt like shit and fell asleep at 10 p.m. because I ate four chicken sandwiches over the course of five hours. That's not what this is about. The point is, yesterday, we uh, were drinking some white claw for dinner. I made some chicken thighs and pasta for dinner. We ate it. It was lovely. And we were watching some TV. And Lucy went out and got some white claw, which we enjoy. People shit on white claw. I don't understand. I don't understand... It, I mean, I guess some people might call it bougie. Is that what the thing is? Is it bougie to drink White Claw? It's refreshing. What's wrong with it? Yeah, I, I used to funnel Jack Daniels through a funnel. Like people funnel with beer. Not every day, but I've done it. And I vomited and passed out. Point is, like, I've drinking shit bourbon. Even now when I drink bourbon, Evan Williams is not the best thing. It's still, it's good. But, you know, it's point is, like, I've drinking shit. I used to drink, you know, Barton's Vodka. Uh, just shoving, you know, I would just buy a fucking flask of it and just drink it warm out of my backpack when I was roaming around the city doing open mics. You know, it's like, because, uh, you know, drinks are expensive out there. But, you know, and then, I'm sure it's worse than Barton's. I mean, I've, I've gotten sick of jo- Georgie's pretty bad, too, in my opinion. I mean, I haven't drank Georgie in a while. But uh, I remember drinking seven shots of it, like, one after another at some party. And just got really, you know, it was like 19 probably. Whatever. Point is, I don't. I'm not some priss. I'm not some. I'm not, I'm not a fancy bougie guy. But I, I white claw is nice. I mean, I drink it all the time. I mean, she likes it. I like it. It's, refre- it's pink grapefruit, lime, clementine flavor. These are nice things. Why can't we have nice things? Why am I made to feel like I'm less of a man? You're not. You can't do that. But I'm just saying. Why is this an you know, impulse in society? They're trying to emasculate me because I, I like Clementine-flavored, f- you know, water beer. It's fine. It's nice. Stop, you know, giving me shit. So the point is, I'm, so we're drinking a few of these, and I guess I get a little clammy. I'm starting to get warm. And I'm tweeting at Brett Weinstein um, to suck my dick or something because Lucy got in some thing with him. Uh, you guys know Brett Weinstein. He's a guy, he's, he does Rogan a bunch, and he's like, He's this guy who, like, at Evergreen University, which is some place in, I think, Washington, but I could be totally wrong about that. But uh, it seems like Washington. Um, so one of these co- woke colleges a few years back that, you know, went crazy with the whole uh, virtue signaling shit, and they, they kind of did, like, a weird soft riot where they, because he, they had some day where white people stayed home to, like, not be racist, which I don't really get, but... He said, no, I'm not going to do that. And like, you know, it's just, I mean, I, honestly, the whole thing seemed crazy anyway. But they took that as a, they called him a racist to try to get him fired, I think. And so he got some notoriety then because he fought back. And then they tried to, like, do a sit-in when he, and not let him piss. They tried, I mean, there was some story about him, not, like, not being able to leave a room 
which I would just start kicking these kids in the head. I don't need, I don't know, I really don't understand. I don't understand anyone who takes any shit from a kid. Um, if I was a teacher, I'd be fired immediately. I'd just be punching college kids in the face. Um, just because I didn't like, just because I didn't like your face. I mean, I'll just punch you. I mean, I'm not saying I'm the toughest guy ever, but I'll fucking beat up college kids. Yeah, I'm a full-grown man. I got my, my whole body's fused together with the muscles and the head. I worked in a potato bread warehouse. You know, I'm fat, but I fucking know how I'm, I can lift heavy things uh, to a point. You know, I'm a weightlifter. But the... Uh, yeah, and then the uh, point is, sorry, I'm just checking on the order to make sure my supply... I don't want to reveal it yet, but what, what I'm going to be concocting later. It's going to be nice. You have to see the follow-up podcast to hear how it goes. But, um, yeah. So I'm getting clammy. I'm, I'm tweeting at Brett Weinstein, like, you know, why don't you suck my dick, daddy? Uh, well, it was kind of fun, but, you know, I ended up deleting it just because it was a reply. I don't usually reply to things ever. If you reply to my tweets, good on you. Uh, I don't interact much on Twitter. If that's a problem, I apologize. I just, you know, I view it as a, you know, I spend enough time tweeting. I, you know, I feel like, you know, if I start getting into the comments, I'll just be with my life. And I don't, I don't whatever. I'm not going to go find Howie Mandel and threaten to kill him. Hey, Howie, you know, you, you're afraid of germs. How come you're not afraid of this knife? I mean, that would be, be a great tweet. <laughs> I really want to tweet that now. <laughs> yeah, Howie Mandel, you're so afraid of germs. Why aren't you afraid of this knife? I don't know. A picture of my hand with a knife in it. I mean, that would be, like, see... I don't think it would do that well in this climate, but I feel like that's the kind of Twitter I would thrive in. Violent Twitter. There's, there's, there's leftist Twitter. There's anarchist Twitter, I guess. There's sex Twitter, right? Or sexy Twitter. Sexy girl Twitter. Lesbian Twitter, probably gay. Is black, you're gay with black Twitter, I guess, right? It's a big one. We were hearing about black Twitter at one point years ago and not even really. Like, is this a separate tab? But apparently it's just like the networks of people were all just kind of segregated naturally or organically, what's the word, or just, like, voluntarily. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to get to these different Twitters. I guess I, you accumulate your followers, and it's like, I guess that people get these biopic viewpoints. I don't know. I mean, that's a black people have a monolithic viewpoint, but you know what I'm saying. It's just, you know, I don't know why this is. I never understood these different Twitters, but I guess, you know, whoever follows you is your Twitter. So, I, I, whatever. If there's a violent Twitter where I can tweet that about Howie Mandel and actually get some action... Cool. I mean, let me know. Let me know about violent Twitter. Um, but the point is, I deleted this guy. I mean, I was starting to feel, because Lucy had pointed out that, you know, hey, are you getting clammy? Are you getting, uh, like, you know, you seem hot and you're sweating, which I think it was, in hindsight, just the alcohol. But it put it in my head, and I started to feel like I had COVID. I had uh you know, I spent three months, four months maybe, or five. Who, who can even keep track anymore of how long I've been in this fucking quarantine? And, you know, is it all been for nothing? Have I got contracted COVID because of that chicken sandwich motherfucker, and now I'm going to die? I, is that possible? I don't know. Um, I didn't know. I started to get really warm. My throat hurt before, earlier. Not really hurt, like, bad, but, like, just kind of a slight spot swollen, so whatever, I'm not a hypochondriac. I, you know, I'm, I, if I was, I don't think I'd be fat. I mean, can you be a fat hypochondriac? That seems bizarre. Like, oh, I think something's killing me. Yeah, you're eating yourself to death. It's not imaginary. It's real. Stop doing it. I mean, it, it, it seems like you can't really do that, right? But point is, uh, can you, can you be a smoker and be a hypochondriac? Oh, I feel like, yes, yeah, stop. Stop Stop drinking, you know, 
Everclear, which is a type of cleaner, I guess, alcohol-based cleaner. Stop drinking that. Um, you're not a hypochondriac. You're poisoning yourself to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, so point is, I, but I, I did spend about an hour before I fell asleep, kind of nervous I was going to die soon. And uh, Lucy comforted me into a fat sleep. I'm not fat. You know, I mean, she's not fat. I'm fat. I mean, she just kind of caressed me. As I went, fell asleep, and like Totoro, we watched my neighbor Totoro, the Miyazaki film the other night, which was, you know, it was nice. It's a, it's a very whimsical film. Um, I see myself as a kind, of, a kind of Totoro. You can look him up. It's T O T T R O R O. Look up my neighbor Totoro. It's, this is, I gotta spell it now. Like Google is Google knows if you fucking if you brush your teeth and like it'll advertise toothpaste that you just use to yourself. I'm like, but I gotta. Spell Totoro, figure it out. You know, we're not living in 1995 anymore. So, um, yeah, so I thought I was going to die, but I woke up this morning and I felt basically fine. You know, I feel the same awful way I always feel in the morning, but you know, uh, I felt basically fine. And, um, you know, it, it was, it was great. So, um, I don't have COVID, it seems like. It, it would seem really, you know, poor, poor judgment to have gotten it for a chicken sandwich. Um, the only thing else I did besides the chicken sandwich was last week we went out. Lucy wanted to go. Uh, we were on, like a, like, a staycation, I guess, from work. We work remotely, and uh, we hadn't done anything, you know, because what were we going to do? Um, you know, there's plans to go out to see Tim, but we don't, we're not sure about the airports yet. We might... You know, do something. We, I'm sure a lot of you listen to Tim. Most of you, all of you. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, point is, you know, uh, Tim's out there in L.A. or now it's, Palm, you know, the desert. Um, I won't go to the desert. But, you know, I, I, the, the airports, I'm not sure. Uh, so I have I researched different face tanks or whatever. So we ended up going slightly upstate um, to a uh, area to, to go on a hike. Uh, with her brother, he picked us up, and um, yeah, we we got an Uber. Up. It was expensive, but you know what are you gonna do? Um, the train. What's the point? Of taking? Why? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna avoid the airport. Take the train. I'm not trying to be psychotic here. If I had to go to work, and that sucks. If you if you have to, I, some people have office jobs, and they still have to go to work, which seems dumb on, on the office's point. Of, you know, I don't know. It depends on what you're doing. I guess if you're if you're building cars. If you're assembling vibrators, you can't do that from home. Um, you know, so whatever. Um, but, you know, point is, we got picked up. We went to this place to hike. It's crowded as all hell. I mean, it's not like stacked one after the other, but it's just more crowded than I thought, me, thought it would be. And I asked Lucy, because I've been sitting around for three months. You know, I wasn't in the best shape. I used to run five miles a day. I don't do that anymore. I'm overweight, but whatever. I'm a, a black and power through. We went hiking last year, and uh, I, I was powering through shit. It was fine. You know, I was sweaty. I was tired afterwards, but, you know, it was fine. I'm like, this is, this is going to be like a tough hike because I've been kind of, you know, even for me, I'm not in the best shape right now. Just haven't, you know, because like, I, I work like, you know, two or three miles from my apartment, so I, a lot of times we walk, and we walk around. I live in Brooklyn, and you, know, you walk around. It's just like, you know, even if you're not getting like, a lot of cardio exercise. You're still getting, you know, you're a certain level of walking shape, which at the moment I, I should be exercising more. I should be treating this like prison. 
uh, like when I'm exercising, like when there's like scenes like in Batman when he's exercising, you know, doing push-ups in prison. I should do that. I should be Batman, but I'm not. So, you know, we get there, and it's the guy. It's it, I mean, it might. It looks like one of those movies, like that movie Kill Bill, where the guy's going up like all those stairs. When Bill, when they go see, uh, was it Pao Mei? You know, the the, the uh, ancient Chinese, I believe, uh, kung fu master is at the top of a hill. It's like that, but like with like, but it wasn't even steps. It was like just these like fucking like staggered stones. And like I'm like I'm not trying to make it out to be like oh I'm not in shape. Yeah, I'm just saying like this is not exactly a light hike, not by a stretch. And I powered through. I got I was a little pissed even when I first saw it. I'm like what are you doing? Well, you you telling me this is the light? Like, you know I'm, this is going to be a problem. Uh, it's daunting. Dauntingly, it's the kind of thing where it's like, you can't even see the whole thing, of course. So I'm like, I just, maybe I'll just start hiking. And I start hiking for a while. I'm just powering through. I mean, I don't know what the alternative is. Because, like, you know, it's, I have a stronger lower half than some people. Because, you know, you're, you're carrying weight, whatever. And I'm just, I'm not going to, you know, lose my dignity or whatever. So I'm just going to power through. And just, but it's, like, it's basically like doing squats for fucking, you know, 10 minutes. Going up the hill and it's never ending. And for a certain point, I said, you know, she's like, you want to stop? And like, I'm just panting. You know, not, not in like a passive way. I mean, if someone came up to me, I would try to stab them just to keep maintain my manhood. But uh, yeah, no. So that case, you know, maybe you know, I could have gotten COVID from one of those passerby hikers as I was panting, you know, breathing, struggling up a mountain. Seems like a not relaxing vacation. So, but I, I, I seem to be fine, is the point. I seem to be doing A-OK, uh, don't have COVID, so, you know, it's fine. Um, little creek. Yeah, so I'm, I ordered some stuff from Amazon Fresh. Not to give, I mean, should I not be advertising them? I don't know. But the point is, uh, I'm going to make a scotch egg. Now, if you haven't heard of a scotch egg, it's... Um, it's a fantastic looking thing. I never tried one, but they, they I watch a lot of British show like The Office, you know, the original one, or like uh, I don't know if they ever they have a Scotch Egg and Peep Show. I love Peep. If you haven't seen Peep Show, go watch Peep Show. It's on Hulu. Great show. Um, the guy who made who creates Succession was one of the creators of the Peep Show, which I didn't, I didn't realize at first, but it makes sense. Um, but Scotch Egg is basically a hard boiled egg, in um, Wrapped in sausage meat and breadcrumbs and minced onion, garlic, dry minced onion. So it looks good. I mean, I, I don't think it's going to take much of the podcast up describing what I'm, I, I, I built it up. I built this up like Alex Jones teasing that, you know, Michelle Obama's <coughs> mother-in-law was, you know, Hitler's daughter, whatever the hell he talks about. He teased it for six commercial breaks, six, six ad breaks. And it just turns out I'm talking about making a scotch egg. Who cares? Um, could point to that mic towards me the whole time. There we go. Look at that. Is that, is that better? Let me know if it's be- the second half is better. Second whatever the podcast. If this point on sounds better, I guess I can listen myself and just figure it out. I just crowdsource my goddamn audio tips. Are we a little rusty today? I don't know. I haven't done this in a while. This is, you, this is, you know, this is what you want. You wanted the podcast. You're getting it. We're back, baby. Um. Yeah, she's going crazy out there. Um, I don't understand the left. The whole thing with the left, the left, 
the leftists. I mean, I, figured, I didn't even realize they were such a uniformly... I knew they liked, they liked Bernie, right? But this idea of these self-described leftists and how much they hate winning, it seems like. Because, Demo- look, I get it. You know, don't tell me how this, the fucking Democratic Party is basically the same as the Republican Party. Is it? Have I been saying that since I was fucking 18? I'm enough, enough of you fucking 19-year-olds running around acting like you just read Howard Zinn and you're going to fucking impress me with how, much, how fucking disaffected you are. You realize how cynical I've been for how many years? I worked in a fucking morgue and the potato bread warehouse and the mosquito lab, and you're going to tell me about fucking human, you know, tragedy? Shut up, all right? It's this fetishization of this purity, this purity test they want to put in everything, and, and his infighting of leftists is just insane. They fucking, you know, they, they, argue, like, they argue more about, like, Chapo, ver, the, the, per, the people from Chapo. I just some tweet yesterday where someone was tweeting about the people from Chapo having tweeted about the, the, the Portland the minivan thing, you know, where the, where the unmarked, where the feds were throwing uh, protesters in unmarked minivans, which I mentioned before. But, uh... And, like, but one of the people, what's the other one? The Red Scare, which I guess was Marxist, but isn't Marxist. I, who can keep track? I mean, I guess if you, in their point of view, I guess they think that, like, their ideas are all so dangerous. Marxism is so dangerous that, hello, it's Lucy. Lucy, the phone's going off. I was just to talk about the leftists. Hello. Can you turn the alarm off, please, baby? And come back out here. That's my girlfriend Lucy. She's just woken up. Can you turn the alarm off? Thank you. And then come back out. I think she's in a stupor right now. She's probably just trying to get to the bathroom. And I've ambushed her. I was secretly podcasting in the living room. And she didn't know. Lucy. Come over here. Yeah, I'm podcasting. Say hello. Come say hello. I've explained that you just woke up. You don't have to impress them. I'm ready. You very tired? Mm-hmm. I was explaining earlier how I thought I had COVID, but you, you know, caressed me into a, a stupor, a, a total of sleep. Yeah, I cuddled you. She cuddled me, and uh, I mean, she did put the seed in my head that I thought I had COVID. Why did you say we should keep an eye on it? Because <laughs> you had a sore throat, yeah. Yeah, and I appreciate it. And then I cuddled you, and you got nervous. She's very sweet. I love you, baby. <laughs> She stumbles out to go to the bathroom, and I put her on a podcast. I'm a terrible boyfriend. Um, what are they talking about? Leftists. Well, yeah, it's just this whole, I don't know. I, I, I'm not even sure what Red Scare is, but I guess they think their ideas are so subversive that you know they're being infiltrated by government units, and so therefore they have to constantly keep track of who's like, you know, who's taking, you know, who's taking the fucking bait, who's done the the Joe Pantaleone thing from the Matrix and, you know, sold out their crew. Like, I think people think, hey, hey Lucy, do the leftists, because Lucy's closer to the leftists than I am, do the, do the leftists think that the Red Scare girls um, sold out to the corporate interests? Oh, I have no idea. I haven't gotten that deep on them. It seems like it, though. It seems like they don't respect them, right? Well, I think some people just think they're kind of mean. Oh, well, I'm mean. I was just telling people yeah, earlier. Sweet. I, I was telling people earlier how I'm going to tweet at Howie Mandel. Hey, you're a you're a fucking uh, germaphobe. 
Why don't you be afraid of this knife? <laughs> See? It works. I don't need you people to validate me. Lucy thinks I'm funny. Hey, I love you too, baby. I mean, they're mean. I, I, I thought I thought it was because they're whatever. They, but I see these whole thing in corporate infighting. It's rambling. This is a rambling podcast. Don't worry about it. The point is, um, yeah. So I, there's a purity extremism to them, that, which you know, you you can obviously see. But it's also like it's 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 like a role playing game. It's like playing D and D with like corporate politics. I don't understand. I don't understand the. Uh, I mean, look, the, the, of course, I, I'm all on the whole. I mean, look, Terry Crews gets a, you know, shit for the whole. He, so Terry Crews fucking says, let's make sure black lives matter doesn't become black lives better. Which, I mean, look, I, I'll be honest with you, he's a rich guy. The tweet's a little aloof. It's a little like, all right, we, we, we come on, be a little aware of how this is going to read. But, like, still, the level of vitriol people bring it to guy. When he's just trying to be like he he doesn't like Black Lives Matter. Now I'm all for the whole you know, movement, but you know the organization itself. I'm not saying it's an evil, but they're a self-confessed Marxist organization that you know on their charter or whatever their stated goals. They want one of them is getting rid of the nuclear family, which seems weird and counterintuitive. And like Terry Crews doesn't agree with that. Also, uh, some guys in ESPN that I was watching didn't agree with it. Um, it's not like it seems like a weird thing to put in your like when your whole goal is to get the cops to stop committing violence against your community to also it's, it's like and also uh, no more indoor plumbing. It's like what? What are we doing? Why, why are we on this? Like I thought we were like, against police violence. And also uh, we want to switch to a thirteen month calendar. Like what? It's better for farming. It's not better. Maybe it is. I mean, I don't want to get mired in a discussion about. How many months are optimal for you know a farming calendar when we're trying to you know get the cops to stop shooting black people? It seems it seems irrelevant to the point. So again, should Terry Crews have been so aloof? I mean, but what, what? Why is the price for aloofness to be eviscerated? Look, and the whole fucking document with the goddamn uh, Harper's letter. Uh, Harper was basically you know concoct some publicity stunt. Let's be honest, a publicity stunt. What the fuck is Harper's? Harper's seems like it started as some kind of, I mean, prove me wrong. I don't care. But if, I, if you had to ask me to guess what, how did Harper's Magazine start, I'd say they're probably a catalog for, like, slave stuff, like slave material. Like, all, all these fucking things started so shadily. I, I, I don't think Harper's is, like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to trust the intentions of Harper's. Now, you'll probably tell me they didn't do that. They weren't a, an almanac and a catalog for slave materials. And by that, I don't mean black people. I mean, you know, like, you know, whatever the, the ancillary stuff for slaving, whatever, or the ships. Um, I'm sure you can provide plenty of evidence that, that I'm just talking out of my ass. But my point is not that. I'm, I'm correct. The point is that I don't know who the fuck trusts Harper's. Harper's. I mean, I've heard they don't pay their interns. I mean that's debatable, like, you know whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't know if the, you know that's really relevant to the point, but I don't trust them. But that being said, you know they have a letter, uh, basically saying um, it's co-signed by like you know four whether four hundred people that you know uh, people attribute to cancel culture. I mean, I feel like they were talking a lot about academic shit too. But I guess the cancel culture was part of it. But like you know, the general tenor of discussion in this country has gone a little haywire that, you know, people just want to kind of just, you know, have a shouting match and, 
and yell over you and 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 basically do like a scarlet letter, you know, like we're just gonna kind of go shame, shame, and not actually ever debate a point. Which is a lot of truth to that. Is it a hundred percent true? Of course not. It's a corp. It's a fucking weird, you know, slave ship magazine or something that you know that that's doing a publicity stunt. Why would it be the most you know potently you know beautiful letter? No, it's it's a little bit muddled, and people are mad at you know J.K. Rowling and Barry Weiss signed it. I mean, the point. Look, free speech is important. Now, a lot it it would be a better case to make if so many of the people advocating for free and the only ones advocating for free speech weren't only like the dog whistly racist types. You know, I, if you want, I, if you want free, you should want free speech. And what you should be doing is advocating for free speech while not being a psychotic racist or like at the very least a fucking um, just you know shock jockey fucking shitty comic or whatever the fuck wants to you know say the n-word or, or make fun of asian people you know whatever the fuck you want to do it's like yeah you take it back don't let these people own it but the yeah, the concept is important so and like you know i feel like the letter was relatively benign people people going after chomsky now like i don't know this is the problem with the left it's like yeah i'm all for a lot of left shit i mean healthcare and look fuck it i mean i'm, a, I'm at heart a free market kind of guy but I mean, what are we in right now? This is this is almost over. People kind of come at me. I feel like people come at me go Marxism and socialism. Is the, yeah, yeah. I've read Hayek, all right. And I've read Orwell. I've, I've read plenty of you know Rothbard and fucking Mises and fucking uh, Bombadurk, Bombadurk, Eugene Bombadurk, whatever the old school Austrians. I mean, I've read this shit. And, uh, but and Henry Hazlitt and all this shit. But uh. At the end of the day, where are we? We've, we've allowed, your free market idealism aside, we've allowed, you know, a corporate kleptocracy to rise up in this country. I mean, the, the medical insurance company, if you're a free market guy and you think the, the, the insurance, the health insurance industry is like some kind of, like, natural, oh, no, you have a right to choose. Like, fuck you then. Because you just don't understand the, 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 the cart- cartelization of this entire industry. Um... I'm not going to get into the whole thing now, you know, but the point is, you're an idiot if you think, if you, if you, I mean, if you can't recognize that we've allowed this whole thing, you know, civilization is not like, these aren't absolute morals, right? You know, I can say fucking a kid is absolutely evil, right? But socialism isn't absolutely, it's a, it has, a, I think it has tendencies, right? Now I can say, look, all things being equal, you're better off having a free market. It's more productive. It's more this, more that. Sure, sure, sure. And I'm all for it. But if we're going to allow whatever the country is now to exist, then we've already lost that battle. So shut the fuck up, and just you know, I'm just saying, just miss it out of hand. It's like, oh, didn't you read? Fucking wrote to surf them. Yeah, we read wrote to surf. Well, what could happen if so? You have a fucking psychopath telling people not. I mean, look, I don't understand the mask thing. I don't know if anyone listening is a mask truther. They did 9-11, all right? I'm not one of these guys going with the government's some great fucking thing. They weren't whatever the fuck. They did 9-11. They ran secret torture prisons, all right? They fucking started the Iraq war under completely false pretense, lying pretenses, not just false, but they, they cooked the books on it, all right? Uh, the fucking... Multiple surveillance scandals. There was a one back in like '05 or something, and then the Snowden thing came out. Uh, WikiLeaks is fucking putting Chelsea Manning naked into, in solitary confinement for three years because she leaked some documents. 
<coughs> pertaining to this stuff, you know, not just like leaking like, you know, self bomber specs, but like, you know, about this shit. Link to WikiLeaks, right? Uh, you know, they, they, they transferred wealth to billionaires twice now in the past 10 years or whatever, 12 years. I mean, this most recent one, trillions of dollars. And no, but they want you to wear a mask. That's their end game. That's how they get you to, to submit. Wear a mask. That's that's their whole. Fu- that's how they. No, it's a way. It's, it, it, it's a way of priming you to accept. You've accepted it all. They don't need to prime you with a mask. You've accepted the whole goddamn thing. What are they priming you for? What resistance were you demonstrating? I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, and the people not wearing a mask aren't the people who are like. What? 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 That's the problem. Maybe, maybe they should. I mean, maybe in the future generations, because we all seem to be getting on board with the fact that the deep state exists. I, mean, I, never, I never called it the deep state. That seems to be a, you know, whatever, you know, a QAnon, Trumpy kind of, but whatever, the, the amorphous interconnection of finance and intelligence and the military-industrial complex, the, you know, and, and corporations and uh, whatever. It's all, this isn't some monolith. But the point is, like, it, the mass, I mean, unless you believe in the Satan. There's some people who like what the, the Temple of Bath. This the you, it's like a ball. They show pictures of people in ball gags in the Middle Ages, which I don't think there was ever a a, a real empire. I think it's like a Zack Snyder like you know 300 uh, depiction of the Persian Empire or something or some other jingoistic shit where like you, they show pictures of slaves in ball gags, like you know like, like sexual ball gags being like whipped like by a, a guy on. I don't know. It was like a guy with like Satan, you know, tales. That they're already doing it. The, the Satanism. If the, if these guys are Satanists, that would be the least offensive thing about it. All right. They just kill children at whim. They rape children. They fucking start wars which kill millions of people. They fucking poison water supplies. And you're worrying about what fake god they worship. Who gives a shit? They're Satanists. Is it worse that they're fucking kids in a goat mask? I don't understand. It doesn't matter if they're Satanists. Let, let, them, let them worship be the one. I don't care. They're doing bad shit. They've been doing it. They're going to keep doing it. And they don't care if you wear And also, the guy in charge is telling you not to wear the mask. So how is this, like, subversive to do? I mean, wear it or don't wear it. But don't... I, I, I don't understand this whole, like, the submission thing. It doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, how do we get on this? The left, socialism... I don't know, but they seem to inspire a lot. The purity test. I mean, Terry Crews. I mean, he's doing fine. He's got a great body, and he's fucking rich, so he'll he'll be fine. So I'm gonna make my Scotch egg. It's gonna be wonderful, and uh, we're all gonna enjoy ourselves. We're gonna get through this. I don't have COVID. I'm back. Uh, next week will be a little more focused, or not. If you've listened to this before, you know it should be focused. I don't focus. It's a rambling, interconnected web of uh, chaos, and sometimes it works out. So the chair, I'll listen to the episode. We'll see how, how squeaky the chair is. Um, I can hear it now, probably. I'll, I'll try to muffle that. Maybe I'll get some WD-40. Now, how do I start this fucking? But, uh, yeah, so, you know, this is, uh, is going to be the... Regular show. Uh, the Patreon's coming back soon, too. Just, you know, a couple in a day or two. Probably two days. Um, so you can find my Patreon. You can see my Twitter page. You can see my Patreon if you want to sign up for the Patreon. That'll be every week, an extra episode. 
Um, and, you know, follow me on Twitter at Ray Kump, Instagram at Ray Kump. And, you yeah, know, enjoy and uh, stay safe and, you know, um, try not to f- succumb to the Temple of Bath. Or I-, I don't know. Just have a great day. I'll see you soon.